shall we turn in our bibles to ruth chapter 2 and verses 11 and 12 ruth chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 boaz replied i have been told all about what you have done for your mother in law since the death of your husband how you left your father and mother and your homeland and came to live with the people you did not know before may the lord repay you for what you have done may you be richly rewarded by the lord the god of israel under whose wings you have come to take refuge you're reading from ruth chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 boaz is speaking here to ruth ruth is a moabite woman not an israelite and ruth has come to take refuge with her mother-in-law after the death of her own husband and the death of her um father-in-law and her brother-in-law everybody all the men in the home uh, are gone none of the men are there it's now her mother-in-law Naomi and this daughter-in-law Ruth just the two of them now they had gone left bethlehem and gone to moab to find bread because there was famine in the land and then after all of this has happened they are coming back to bethlehem and uh, they want to somehow restart their life and knew me the uh, mother-in-law says to both her daughters-in-law now it's time for you people to leave i'm not going to have any more sons for you to wait and be married to and to have a family of your own go ahead in your life find a life go back to your parents homes she is just trying to send them away because there is no hope if they would continue to be with her there's no hope for a life a very hopeless condition of just these two women and now coming back to their homeland and uh, you know newmi means pleasant and so she when people call her she tells and responds don't call me newmi anymore call me mara bitter because god has made my life very bitterful and here is a situation where uh, ruth has nothing that she could get from her mother in law there's no benefit she's going to have there's no life that she could find there's no well being there's no money there's going to be no income there's no not going to be any sustenance no head of the family no male member in the home all by herself with this uh, elderly person her mother in law but the one decision she made to stick along was because she found something greater in her and with her that is the god of her mother-in-law he said your god will be my god your people will be my people she did not stick on so that she can get all the <laughs> properties <laughs> of her mother-in-law they had already lost everything and gone there most people would want to stick on uh, to somebody because they know that there's something big <laughs> behind them lot of property lot of buildings houses businesses money wealth jewelry that's why people would want to stick on and look at what happens in many funerals also there's a lot of quarrel and fight over who's going to claim possession of the jewelry of the dead and so even before the last nail is uh, you know shot down you know the big million dollar question that is asked is did you remove everything <laughs> because the eyes and the heart is on that and that's why people you know also rally around some you know some of their own loved ones because they know that someday it's all going to come into their hands they're waiting for that some of them even wishing and praying <laughs> but there was nothing like that that this ruth could ever find with sticking on to her but the one thing she had was her god 
who is in some way she has found that this god of israel is a true living god the god of her mother in law is a god who can give her some hope she sticks along and then her mother in law sends out her out to go find some grain find some food somewhere find some kind of uh, work or something that she could uh, through which they could both sustain themselves and then as she goes out she stumbles upon this field and begins to pick up some of the stuff that is left over after the harvesters have gathered in and the owner of that place comes boas and he's speaking to ruth and that's what we're reading this morning ruth 2 verses 11 and 12 boas replies saying i have been told about what you have done for your mother in law since the death of your husband how you left your father and mother in your homeland came to live with the people you did not know before in verse 12 may the lord repay you for what you have done may you be richly rewarded by the lord the god of israel under whose wings you have come to take refuge may the lord repay you for what you have done you made a decision to follow this god of your mother in law you have made a decision to embrace the people of god as your own people she found that god is dwelling among them and here god is speaking through boas and he is saying may you be richly rewarded by the lord the god of israel under whose wings you have come to take refuge certainly boas knows that the decision she has made is a noble decision so why is decision it's a right decision a decision to follow the god of a mother in law this morning as we have chosen to follow god as we have chosen to be along be part of the people of god as she said your people will be my people your god will be my god as we have made that choice we will be suddenly richly rewarded by the lord hallelujah because we have come to take refuge under his wings if you choose to take refuge under god if you choose to take refuge under the wings of this everlasting god eternal god and come under the covering of his people and come to join with his people you can be assured of the fact that you will be richly rewarded by the lord hallelujah because god dwells among his people God has created a people for himself who will worship him. God has created a people for himself who will belong to him. God has created a people for himself who are set apart for him. He has raised up a people for himself and he comes and dwells among them by his spirit. We find that also in Ephesians chapter 2, we're not going to read that right now, but there it says about how God is building his people, his church, Jews and Gentiles together. and where they are built upon the teachings of the apostles and the prophets and where god comes and dwells by his spirit hallelujah and so we have come to a place not just a building but to a people come to connect and belong to a people who belong to god where god dwells and when we do so you will be richly rewarded The Lord will repay you for making that choice. The Lord will richly reward you. Boaz pronounces that blessing upon Ruth. Little did Ruth know that ultimately she will marry him and that he is actually their kinsman redeemer, a one according to the Old Testament law who would come as a close relative to come and redeem you know and uh, keep the name for the dead. and he comes and he does that and certainly ruth was blessed as boaz blessed her because of the choice that she made to follow her uh, the god of her mother in law and to belong to the people of god now because we have chosen to follow jesus because you have chosen to belong to the community of god's people 
suddenly the blessing of the lord rests upon us god repays you for that choice that you have made god will richly reward you for that and this morning we're going to be looking at how god blesses our earthly life ruth's earthly life was blessed her earthly life was sustained she could survive not only survive she could actually thrive and flourish she could earn a good name for herself people would not say about ruth oh that poor woman who lost everything oh that poor family who lost everything all the men were gone and finally here all of them standing in the middle of the street with nobody to help them no nobody is going to talk about them that way but instead people are going to tell another story hallelujah i believe god is going to cause people to tell another story about you hallelujah you think your story is this but god is able to make people to tell another story about you somebody say an amen if that's something that you needed to hear this morning hallelujah you might have come with hopelessness you might have come with a, in a situation where there's nobody to help and support maybe you have to fend for yourself maybe you have to make your own you know existence and make both ends meet for yourself you have to look for your own way of survival but god is going to make people to tell another story about you you might not have support you might not have strength you might not have wealth you might not have background you might not have backing you might not have you know anything that you can claim to be uh, as of your own you you know that something can happen and you might actually be pushed out to the streets any moment you can you have all the possibilities where you can lose everything at any time maybe some of us are at that place but god is saying that there's going to be another story told about you if you believe that say amen hallelujah shout a loud amen to that amen receive that word this morning hallelujah there's going to be a different story told about you the latter years of your life is going to be more glorious than the former some of you probably are already experiencing that amen hallelujah you never thought that you would come this far but god has brought you thus far hallelujah amen hallelujah god is going to richly reward his people roots uh, uh, predicament was changed roots uh, destiny was changed roots uh, life and imagination and all her worries and all her cares and all her fears were all changed because she came and took refuge under the hand of this mighty god hallelujah and came to belong to the people of god this morning we're going to be looking at how god would bless the work of our hands god has given us this earthly life yes our earthly life is not eternal but we are on this journey on this earth and on this earthly life god does bless his people amen it is not something that god would leave us you know just forsake us and he's just concerned about our salvation and our eternal life yes we are not living for this world we are living for god and we are living for his glory and to fulfill his purpose but while on this earth he does provide for us he does bless us he does take care takes he takes care of our needs and we look at uh, proverbs chapter 3 and verses 9 and 10 you see god has put down some principles in this world for his people to be blessed and we're going to look at a few of them one by one number one is giving to the lord it's important that we give to the lord in the sense of honoring god by our giving proverbs chapter 3 verses 9 and 10 says honor the lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine then when when we honor the lord with what god has given to us remember that uh, that poor widow who was um in the temple when jesus was there and he was sitting 
uh, and watching those people who were giving as offering to the Lord. And when this woman came and dropped that last two coins that she had, all she had, Jesus took notice of that and appreciated her and said she has given more, even more than the rich who dropped a lot out of their excesses. But she gave all she had, even though she had nothing, she gave whatever she had. And that's a matter of honoring God, thanking God, being grateful to God. Our giving is not a compulsive legalistic thing where if we don't give, God is going to you know, hit us on our head or might you know, encounter an accident on the way back home. No, God is not some kind of a hard taskmaster who's just standing there with a stick ready to you know, punish us. And, no, he's a heavenly father. He's a loving father. But giving is a matter of honoring the Lord. It's a matter of thanksgiving. And that's what God instituted for the people of Israel right at the beginning. That they would learn how to honor the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we are blessed when we honor the Lord. And then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. And then let's go on to read another passage from Deuteronomy chapter 14 verses 28 and 29. Deuteronomy chapter 14 verses 28 and 29. At the end of every three years, bring all the tithes of that year's produce and store it in your town so that the Levites who have no allotment or inheritance of their own and the foreigners, the fatherless and the widows who live in your towns may come and eat and be satisfied so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. Do you want to see a blessing in the work of your hands? Or do you say that I work so hard but I don't get anything. I work so hard but nothing stays. I earn a lot but nothing stays. Is like putting everything in a pocket with holes. If you're saying that, start honoring the Lord with your giving. Amen. And God is not demanding again. It was instituted as a, a tenth of the you know, produce and the first fruits of the crops. It was instituted that way. But you know, we all know that the law was given and we got to be practicing the law and the principles of the law in the spirit of the law. And so here there is no... Uh, Emphatic uh, emphasis you don't see uh, about it in the New Testament as it goes on, as the teaching continues, you don't see that as a requirement, uh, as a one-tenth to be a necessary thing. Although it's not, you know, Jesus is not telling that as a clear-cut command that if you don't give, you're going to come under a curse. But the principle of giving continues in scriptures. Amen. And we're going to see a little more of that as we go on. So we're talking about the principle. At the principle level, the point is that God wants us to respond to him in giving to him because he's given us the power to get wealth. He's given us the strength and the health to work. He's given us all that we need you know, to live in this world and he has blessed us. And so he wants us to respond in giving. Amen. So you want to give one-tenth, you want to give 50%, you want to give 30%. You're going to give even 100%? It's up to you. <laughs> you know, God loves a cheerful giver. That's it. So the point is about honoring God. It's not about say, being very calculative and saying, okay, one-tenth, my income is 42,385 rupees. And so I give 4,238 rupees and 50 paise. It's not about being legalistic about the figures. The point is about having a heart to honor God. Amen. Being just thankful and saying, oh God, you've blessed me. You've given me the potential and the capacity to work all through this month. And you've blessed me with something in my hands. And I just want to thank you and honor you for that. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And also in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6, you see that in Deuteronomy, he talks about that the Levites may have enough and the fatherless, the foreigners, the widows, that everyone may be provided for and so for which we got to be giving to the Lord. And same way, even Paul is teaching to the church at Galatia. And maybe they had an issue with the area of giving because 
you know false teachings have come in and people have been teaching them to again circumcise and go back to the law again and so paul is teaching here in galatians chapter 6 and he verse 6 he says nevertheless the one who receives instruction in the word should also share all good things with their instructor it's a very interesting word <laughs> share all good things with the instructor doesn't it go in same lines with what you're reading from Deuteronomy and also look at 1st Corinthians chapter 9 verse 14 1st Corinthians chapter 9 verse 14 in the same way the lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel 1st Corinthians 9:14 and so here you find biblical principles of how god wants us to honor him with our giving as we read from proverbs and we read from deuteronomy and galatians and now in corinthians the whole idea of honoring god and and sharing good things with all those who serve the lord also as it was spoken of to the levites and even to the foreigners the fatherless the widows people in the community of god's people also need to be taken care of and that takes us to the next point but before we go there go into that I want us to draw our attention to Genesis chapter 4 and verses 3 to 5. Genesis chapter 4 verses 3 to 5. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord, and Abel also brought an offering. Fat portions from some of the firstborn of the flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor, so Cain was angry. very angry and his face downcast the bible says that cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering both brought an offering but one man brought some something but another man the younger brother abel brought an offering fat portions from some of the firstborn of the flock he brought the best from the firstborn and god looked at that with favor now the point is it's not that god is desperate for some you know high cholesterol food <laughs> he's not looking for some good barbecue <laughs> but the point is there it's a matter of honor it's a matter of the heart i don't want to just give something which is left over but i want to give the first i want to give what is the best hallelujah it's a matter of the heart amen and so when we have that spirit that heart and we can be looking at you know people and saying oh what you know all these people you know they take all the money and see what they do with it and you know people are living lavish lifestyles and you know all of that we can start complaining you know i've heard of so many stories where people would talk about you know oh you know brother dgs dinakaran he's going in you know business class flight then what he would he go walking <laughs> a founder of an international ministry and a chancellor of a university will not go in second class ticket naturally he needs some comforts he has his age people start complaining about you know for them that's big thing and so they would start complaining and murmuring and criticizing and all of that god has blessed them with enough and and buying a business class ticket is just peanuts amen and so certain things are relative you know for us maybe certain things are too big oh they you know father and son both of them come in two different cars then what six people can't cram themselves when they go for a meeting and be soiling all their clothes and everything and not sitting on top of one another when six people family is going they need two vehicles because only a, a car can fit in only five people crazy criticisms Oh why does he need a Mercedes Benz? And what does he need will he go in a old broken down ambassador and stop on the way and somebody will have to come and push it from back from the back side to keep it running? He needs some reliable stuff. <laughs> you get what I'm talking about? Some people talk nonsense. They don't have sense about what they're talking about. They just want to criticize and be critical about everything and everybody and what everyone does. Forget about those things. It's about you and me and my relationship with God. Hallelujah. It's about giving and honoring God. Hallelujah. We can be critical and questioning and doing everything. 
But the point is, the scripture is talking about honoring God with what God has given to us. And when we are faithful with what God wants us to do, we will be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Giving to the Lord is a biblical principle. And so the Bible says that the work of our hands would be blessed when we give and honor the Lord. And give your best to God. Don't be like Cain, but be like Abel, who will bring the first fruits, who will have, it's a matter of the heart, it's a matter of the intention. It's not about just, okay, whatever is left over. You know, sometimes, some people, you know, in those days, they would say, oh, if I, this fellow, you know, he's not studying well, I don't think higher education will work for him, he may not make it to college and all of that. Okay, what, let's do something, let's maybe send him to the police. He's tall and he's strong and he's, you know, he's got some big physique and all that. Maybe we should send him to the, oh, even police, he may not be able to take up so much of, uh, you know, physical training and all of that. Maybe then let's send him to a Bible college. At least there he'll go and repent. So many fellows land up in Bible college to get saved, <laughs> not to get trained for ministry. <laughs> Useless. Oh, that fellow, he's, first fellow is very good, brilliant. You know, send him to IIT. This fellow, I don't think he will make it. He won't find a job anywhere. At least let him become a pastor. That's, but God is saying, bring the first, give the best to the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't give something, that, that used to be a mentality of many people and that's why we have so many churches who have such kind of people who are pastoring. They're not even saved, many of them. You know, because some of the parents just sent them off to get rid of them and so that they'll at least go and repent there in the Bible college and they never did. The point is, God does not want leftovers. God does not want the second grade stuff. That's an insult to God. And so when and God is giving instructions about how they ought to bring the sacrifices and the offerings, he says, don't bring anything which has a defect. Don't bring anything which is lame or blind or anything which ha has a deformity. Don't bring those animals when at that time when they were uh, required to bring, you know, lambs and sheep and, uh, and birds and offer them as sacrifices. He says, don't bring those things. That dishonors God. Give the first, give the best to him. Hallelujah. Amen. Bring your best energy. Give your best time. It's not only in the aspect of money. It's about giving your time, giving your best shot, giving your best efforts, putting in your very best. Hallelujah. Even to practice uh, for this worship services, you know, these days we've been taking a lot of time and a lot of effort into doing that. We started off at four yesterday in the evening and finished at 8 o'clock to practice for today's worship services for the singing. Four hours takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort. Let's give our best to God. Hallelujah. Not just do something second grade. Okay, something, okay, sing and go. You know? No, let's, we're doing, we're trying to do our best. At anything we do, everything we do, we do it as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And so give your best. And that honors God. Even in your workplace, even with the responsibilities that God has given to you, and even in submitting to the authorities that God has placed over your life, not just to do something for the sake of, okay, something is enough, just show as if something is done. Just generate some report. You know, always Excel is always there. It'll come handy to change and edit stuff. And show something. No, we honor God with giving our best, doing our best. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it's important that we recognize that God is honored when we give to the Lord with such a heart. It's, it's a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the intention of the heart. Quickly, number two, God blesses the work of our hands when we also share what we have within the community of God's people. It's about matter of honoring God. As I said, the second continues on in the same lines. Giving to the community of the people of God, sharing with those who are in need. It's biblical to do that. Deuteronomy chapter 15 and read verses 7 and 8. We do not live selfish lives. We do not live a life where we just 
amass wealth for ourselves but we live in such a manner where as a family of god we are one in christ we are brothers and sisters in christ and so we share with one another what we have deuteronomy chapter 15 verses 7 and 8 if anyone is poor among you fellow israelites in any of the towns of the land the lord your god is giving you do not be hard hearted or tight-fisted toward them rather be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need give generously verse 10 and 11 also give generously to them and do so without a grudging heart then because of this the lord your god will bless you in all the work and in everything you put your hand to there will always be poor in the land therefore i command you to be open handed toward your fellow israelites who are poor and needy in your land amen this is a command of the lord to share good resources that we have among one another with those who are genuinely in need there are some people who do not have enough there are some people who do not have a job there are some people who are forsaken there are some people who do not you know have any support not those who have all the resources and not for those who have all the opportunities but for those who are genuinely need the poor and the needy it's it's important that we take what we have and share it with those who are in need hallelujah among the israelites among yourselves you know don't don't hold it back don't be tight fisted don't be hard hearted but be liberal be be generous in in blessing others amen hallelujah somebody comes to your doorstep somebody you see on the road also and there's sometimes some people who are professional beggars and actually they beg and they earn a lot of money and they take that money you see many of them on the streets they will be carrying a baby and that baby will be always asleep that baby is uh, um actually taken on rent you know they pay about 50 rupees or something for a day uh, from somebody and the babies are rented and and the babies are also drugged and so they'll be always asleep the whole time they won't be disturbing or crying or anything and, and and such kind of mafia is going on in in the world you know and showing that they have a child and poor they go around begging and and they collect that money and all of that money is pooled together and there's a you know big leader for them and who gives that money out for uh, on loans uh, for interest and they actually make money like that and so these are professional beggars you see them you'll know they they're not old they don't have any physical uh you know deformity or any problem they're hale and healthy they look strong uh, but then they're pretending to be beggars be careful about them you know but the point is about those who are in need in the house of god those who are uh, uh, you know some of them we uh, you know even help with the children's education as a church we've been doing that for many many years with all of what you've been giving and the resources we've been helping generously with some of them who are really need some of the children you know many of them have even done college education uh, engineering with the support of the church praise god for that hallelujah amen because the parents didn't have enough because the husband probably was a drunkard or somebody who left or, or someone who is a widow and the children needed support and even right now you know there are some children who are being supported for their education as you know from the church with whatever resources you know god gives us amen and so we got to be a blessing and helping people who are in need be open handed and not be tight-fisted and go on to read chapter 15 verses 12 to 15 come down to verses 12 15 if any of your people hebrew men or women sell themselves to you and serve you 6 years in the 7th year you must let them go free and those days they had those practices and when you release them do not send them away empty-handed supply them liberally from your flock your threshing floor and your wine press give to them as the lord your god has blessed you remember that you were slaves in egypt and the lord your god redeemed you that is why i give you this command today remember once we were also slaves that's what god is telling the people of israel you were also slaves in egypt and so don't treat a slave you hire you buy you know and when don't mistreat them when you send them don't send them away empty handed give them release them but do not send them away empty handed supply them liberally from your flock your threshing floor and your wine press give them to the lord as the lord your god has blessed you 
because when they cry out to the lord for justice god will hear them and so it's important as to how we treat people around us who people who work for us how we give to them how we bless them oh i fixed 5000 rupees as salary for you for all this work as a housemaid i will not even part with one penny beyond that and i pay you 5000 i will ex- try to extract work for 6000 or 8000 that's not the mindset we have amen hallelujah you give them 5000 and suddenly they see they say my child is sick give one 500 rupees extra and say go take her to the doctor amen hallelujah some of them are too tight and too hard on the people who work for them maybe it's even in your office and your workplace you know your colleagues people who work with you or people who work under you how do you treat them it's important and when they leave don't send them with curses <laughs> but bless them amen hallelujah give them what they need give them more than what they deserve bless them and send them and see how the lord will bless you hallelujah amen the, the this is a kind of heart that god wants us to have to share in giving with the within the community sharing with the poor and uh, even when we relieve subordinates we send them with blessings these are biblical principles that would bring about a blessing on the work of your hands amen firstly giving to the lord secondly giving within the community thirdly lending without interest deuteronomy 23 verses 19 and 20 Deuteronomy 23 verses 19 and 20 Do not charge a fellow Israelite interest whether on money or food or anything else that may earn interest you may charge a foreigner interest but not a fellow Israelite so that the Lord your God may bless you in everything you put your hand to in the land you are entering to possess When we give to someone who is in need when somebody is borrowing we don't charge any interest on them don't take advantage what god is saying is don't take advantage of their need they coming with a desperate need and when you have something and when you help someone don't exploit the needy don't take advantage of them don't exploit them when they are helpless don't demand what they don't have they already don't have enough and then what would happen if you slap an interest on your lending it makes it even more harder it puts them into greater debt they already in debt and then they would have to borrow to pay this interest also so god is saying don't be hard when you lend don't charge an interest basically don't take advantage of people's needs don't take advantage of people's weaknesses don't take advantage or exploit their vulnerable situations that's a point amen hallelujah is not just about giving money and earning an interest out of lending but the point is the principle there the principle there is not to exploit i i still remember in my commerce uh, class at mcc many many years ago probably about yeah 20 years now 20 years ago when i had a subject on marketing the professor taught me this and he made a statement that still stuck to my head he said you know other people's problem is your potential marketing strategy somebody else's problem is your potential thrive on it <laughs> marketing strategy what a principle that's a principle of the world the principle of the scriptures are in opposition to the principle of the world are you with me amen Hallelujah. Yes, you find an opportunity, you work on it. You of course you can earn money on on opportunities and needs and you supply that need and you earn a, a natural uh, exchange in return. That's a different point. But taking advantage of somebody else's vulnerable situation or weakness or need or a problem or a crisis is being very mean. And God is saying don't do that. Amen. Then the work of your hands will be blessed. Hallelujah. How we treat people, how we uh, help people, everything matters. Amen. Hallelujah. 
praise the lord i can be helping somebody and and saying i only lifted this family up i only lifted their you know i only helped build their house i only gave them found them a job i only did everything and then if i make them a slave because i did all that for them god is not pleased with that amen just because i helped that does not make them a slave to me amen you get what i'm saying hallelujah lend without interest then the lord may bless you in everything you put your hand to you see when you do this then you get blessed this way that's that's the biblical principle there all right let's go on to the fourth leave what is excess again read deuteronomy chapter 24 verses 19 to 22 these are all principles that will help you to stay blessed to be blessed deuteronomy 24 19 to 22 When you are harvesting in your field and you overlook a sheaf do not go back to get it leave it for the foreigner the fatherless and the widow so that the lord your god may bless you in all the work of your hands when you beat the olives from your trees do not go over the branches of branches a second time leave what remains for the foreigner the fatherless and the widow when you harvest the grapes in your vineyard do not go over the vines again leave what remains for the foreigners the foreign the fatherless and the widow remember that you were slaves in egypt that is why i command you to do this when you harvest don't go over a second time to find that one or two things that are still remaining that were left behind he says don't go grab everything don't go wipe out everything because you are powerful because you own the land leave it for the fatherless the widow the foreigner and that's why that's how ruth was able to go and find something there and when boaz looks at ruth and he finds that she has come to take refuge in the god of her mother-in-law and and as he blesses her and he says god will richly reward you he also instructs his servants not to harm her and tells her to feel free to go anywhere in the fields and pick up anything that is left behind behind the you know harvesters and 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 he tells them not to you know take away everything and leave behind some things for her and take also some from the stock from the bundles and give them over to her some of the grain and send it with her that is the heart of boys hallelujah that is the heart of god for us and that's the kind of heart we must have for others do not wipe away everything because you are powerful do not take away everything do not you know leave something behind for others share with those who are in need don't swallow every bit of it in today's context where we are so resourceful teach what you know to others <laughs> intellectual resources skills abilities the talents the gifts that you have would you pass it on to others teach it to others don't own it for yourself don't hold them back for yourself sometimes people would never share resources that they have you know sometimes you can't even get sermon notes <laughs> it's copyrighted <laughs> what do you have you know we recently went for a training um um for reaching out to teenagers it is a one day seminar and this organization who has come up with a lot of resources on um, you know reaching out to students and what you could do for students for at different stages you know and they train people who want to go and reach out to students and then interestingly the founder i think the founder or director of that Uh, organization who has come up with all of these resources he said something amazing over lunch he said you know uh, we used to keep all of these resources and we used to use them and do them because we developed them so when you develop something you know that becomes your intellectual property and you want to keep that for yourself naturally you patented and you all of that uh, get your copyrights and everything your branding it's important we do that as well not to be unwise and you know lose uh, all that you could be earning out of it but at the same time he said we've done it over a period of time and then we found that everybody is having it and people are using it and it's blessing and they've already earned much out of it you know they've earned out of it and so 
they said we want to give it for a very low cost just that it'll have some value attached to it just for that sake we're not selling it at a commercial uh, intention and so uh, a one year curriculum for a school they just give it away for 500 rupees <laughs> he said you know take it and use it and for everybody who came for the training he said, take it and use it go use it in any number of schools no royalty to be paid back to them <laughs> okay if you're going to use it in you know for n number of students you got to be paying so much percentage back to us no normally it will have some kind of system like that but here they said take it and use it as long as it's blessing people as long as it's reaching students as long as it's transforming their lives take it but we attach some value to it because they have so that people will take it uh, and and you know use it responsibly so they only charge about 500 rupees for the whole package for the whole year what an amazing example amen hallelujah to be liberal with what we have to be willing to share resources to be willing to teach others to be willing to help others oh what if i help him i teach him i train him and he becomes bigger than me then he will get promoted over me no don't have such insecurities Amen. Hallelujah. I'm very comfortable playing the bass at the background. I don't have to be standing up in the front and having the center of attention. You don't have to need have to have all the that kind of insecurity. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Teach what you know, help others with what you have, give what you, you know, have got and see how you will also grow, others will grow. And the more others grow, that's a feather in your cap <laughs> amen hallelujah many leaders are very insecure about helping others to learn what they know amen you will find that in schools you'll find that in colleges you'll find that in corporate offices you'll find that everywhere leave what is excess give away what you have hallelujah don't hold on to any, everything that we have is just god's grace and god's gift to us amen we cannot claim anything to be as something that we earned all by ourselves hallelujah you might have worked hard you might have studied you might have spent countless hours learning stuff and burning the midnight oil but yet is god's grace and gift to us hallelujah amen Don't wipe out everything, leave something for others. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I once happened to be at one uh, you know relative's home and there that auntie had made some um watermelon juice. And then for her daughter and for me, she poured the rich stuff, you know, that something which is not mixed with so much with water uh, just the fruit pulp you know good solid red thick it is and then her husband's brother in law came she took some of the leftover mixed 50% water in it diluted it and made it look like some nice juice and served it for her them i was quite young i still remember that what a way to treat people give something here and then husband said brother in law <laughs> get what i'm talking about have you seen anything like that out there in the world <laughs> old stuff Amen. We share. We give. Amen. Then you will see the God's blessing. Quickly num- f- number 5 and we are done. Invest in kingdom work. Invest in kingdom work. Philippians chapter 4 verses 15 to 19. Paul is writing to the church at Philippi. Philippi has been one of the strong partnering churches with Apostle Paul in the progress of the gospel. 
And moreover, as uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 15 to 19, we read, Moreover, moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts, what I desire is that more to be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, they are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to the Lord. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. He says, hey, Philippian church, you've been one of the people who have shared much. And in the matter of receiving and giving, you've been exceptionally good. When I was in Thessalonica, you sent aid to me again and again. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more to be credited to your account. I want to see how you can benefit. But I truly appreciate the fact that you've been partnering. But there in the church at Philippi, there has been some uh, friction within the leadership probably. And that has affected this partnership in the progress of the gospel because Yudi and Syntyche have been having some disagreements and he's calling forth his assistant, a loyal yoke fellow, to come and restore that relationship. And so that this partnering for the progress of the gospel will be strengthened even more. And it's in that context he appreciates them and he says, you've been doing extremely well. And, I, and it's not that I have a need, but I want you to continue to keep supplying for the need of the kingdom work and he says that is a fragrant offering an acceptable sacrifice that pleases God hallelujah God watches over God looks at our giving God honors our giving God responds to our giving amen hallelujah but don't get carried away but by this you give $50 and you'll get 50 blessings in 50 days that marketing is not biblically right you know, this uh, oil is uh, brought from Israel itself. And so if you give $10 for that, then something miraculous will happen if you apply that oil. When you apply, um, what oil is that? Parachute? Coconut oil? God will still honor that also. The point is not in the oil. The point is in the, the principle. Go after the principle, not just get caught over by the practice. The point is God wants us to apply oil and pray and when elders of the church gather together and pray over somebody who is sick and apply oil as a matter of uh, faith, God honors that. But this $10 that will buy you an oil from Israel is something magical because it's come from Holy Land is uh, not biblically accurate. That's nothing, something extraordinarily special or it will not work an exceptionally special miracle because it came from Israel and is not from Kerala. Amen. The principle is praying with faith, applying oil. Amen. Hallelujah. And so don't be deceived by those false uh, ideas that are being propagated, you know, by people who say if you give so much, you will get this much, you know. You're not doing some kind of a trade business with God. God honors again. Even if you give a cup of cold water because this is to the least of my disciples, you will not go without a reward. Hallelujah. I think the church should say amen to that. Even if you give a cup of cold water because this is the, even to the least of the disciples, you will not go without a reward. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God honors your heart. It's not about the quantity. It's not about the numbers. It's about your heart. All my needs. And God will supply all your needs. Hallelujah. Don't be worried about your needs. Don't be worried about what you will eat or drink. Or how you will live. How you will marry your daughter. Don't be worried about it. In India and in Chennai, if you have a daughter, you know, it's quite a big deal. The father's whole savings of his whole lifetime goes into that one night at Light Auditorium. Into the biryani and the decorations. And for the hiring of the hall. Don't be worried and anxious. How am I going to pay the fees? How am I going to, you know, do all of this? 
God will supply your need. Hallelujah. God will supply your need. You honor God. You give to the people of God. You help the needy. You don't be tight-fisted and, you know, stingy. You be liberal. You bless those who work below you. You help those, you know, others with with knowledge with with capacities don't wipe out everything don't hold everything for yourself give to others bless others with resources that you have knowledge wisdom training you know expertise experiences bless be liberal hallelujah give into the kingdom work and you will be blessed second corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 to 8 we will close with this second corinthians chapter 9 verses 6 to 8 remember this whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and whoever sows generously will also reap generously each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give not reluctantly or under compulsion for god loves a cheerful giver so that in all things at all times god is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work Hallelujah. God is able to bless you abundantly. This giving is not a loss. This giving is an investment into his kingdom, his work. And so God will suddenly bless you in reward. You and you will in all things at all times having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. sometimes when people give offerings sometimes we pray over it we pray a blessing of god over their lives and we give it back to them because we know they have so much need and in the midst of so much need when they don't even have enough for themselves and they're struggling they still want to honor god that old lady from her sari you know tied up inside will pull out one 100 rupee note squeezed and soiled and will give you and sometimes you don't feel like taking it we would pray over it and give it back to them you know it's not about what i need it's about giving into the kingdom of god giving to the people of god helping those who are in need and you see god will enable you to have all things at all times and abounding to abound in every good work for every good work that you need to do he will supply that need amen hallelujah amen be rest assured don't be doubtful about it don't be wondering how am i going to meet both ends you know meet how am i going to manage my finances how am i going to pay off my debt how am i going to pay off you know my creditors how am i going to pay off my dues how am i going to pay off the emi Don't be worried. God will make you to abound with all things that you need. Amen. Hallelujah. And for every good work that you do, He will supply your need. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is our prayer this morning from Psalm 90 verse 17. May the favor of the Lord, Psalm 90, 17. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work. the work of our hands ruth did not remain someone who is trying to survive but became an inheritor hallelujah from a survival mode she went into an in- inheritance mode hallelujah from a place of trying to survive she went into a place of inheriting did she have to work after marrying boys <laughs> did she have to go and pick up the leftover behind the servants did she have to wait for the master to come she came over and took refuge under the hand of god under the god of her mother in law and this god blessed her hallelujah and she was no more trying to survive she was just inheriting and i believe god is able to take us to that place of being inheritors and not just being survivors hallelujah hallelujah god will establish the work of your hands he will establish the work of our hands for us he will establish not we trying to establish ourselves it's one thing when we want to establish something for ourselves but when we have him establish us 
those things will last and we will move to a place of inheriting his blessings and not just sweating it out and somehow surviving you become an inheritor amen hallelujah believe on the lord believe in his word and see what god does in your life follow his principles you will certainly not go without a blessing shall we pray hallelujah praise you lord jesus why don't we stand up for a moment and pray if you have your wallets if you have some money in your hands or even some coins or whatever or maybe you gave everything in the to the offering bag it's okay <laughs> would you put it in your hands take your wallet take your whatever money you have or a little bit or handbag or purse or something put it place it in your hands and let's offer it to the lord don't be afraid i'm not going to send you another offering bag let's place it in the presence of god and say lord this is we bring before you all that we have all your cards maybe you don't have cash put your cards in your hands <laughs> put it in the hand of the lord hallelujah give it in in his hands hallelujah lord we offer everything we have into your hands establish the work of our hands hallelujah let the fruit of our labor be blessed you're the god who said i will bless you in the country i will bless you in the city hallelujah you're the god who blessed the livestock and the lord sheep of uh, lord jacob and caused him to multiply and lord he said i came empty but i'm going back as two bands hallelujah filled and overflowing you might have come empty this morning hallelujah you feel empty oh god hallelujah we pray you will establish the work of our hands bless the fruit of the labor of your people lord some of them lord are lord work several hours day and night long hours lord some of them are sweating it out in the heat of the day riding the bike lord out in the sun out in the open out in the rain lord jesus hallelujah some of them are waiting on blessings to come some of them are waiting for a breakthrough lord oh hallelujah some of them are waiting for a good job some of them are waiting for a promotion a better placement father we bring everything we have the work of our hands we stretch our hands to you this morning and we pray you will bless lord some of us have nothing in us lord no resource but you are our source you're the source of all good things every good and perfect gift comes from the father of lights in whom there is no shadow of turning so we offer our hands to you and the work of our hands establish the work of our hands oh god establish the work of our hands for us oh lord we do not want to establish ourselves and we cannot do anything by ourselves we can do nothing without you and father we pray your blessing upon the work of our hands we offer everything we have every single rupee every paise we give it in your hands oh god we give the paychecks lord we offer our payments every month lord all the responsibilities we have all the demands oh god the house rent lord the electricity the phone bills the petrol bills the lord school fees the day to day expenses the provision lord everything that we need lord you are our provider we give every need of ours we offer that also in your hands oh god even though you may have a good salary a good stable job offer that in god's hands offer your needs in the hand of god hallelujah because god is your provider god is your provider hallelujah would you thank god and say lord i thank you because you are my provider you are my provider hallelujah e minor hallelujah Jehovah Jireh my provider's grace is sufficient for me for me for me Jehovah Jireh my provider's grace is sufficient for me my God shall supply all my Just in glory, he will 
is able to repay all that you have lost also hallelujah everything that the enemy has stolen everything that has been lost every failure everything that went on a loss every investment that went on a loss god is able to repay hallelujah hallelujah he is a god who recompenses our work hallelujah praise the lord bless his holy name would you give a shout of praise this morning because god is able to provide hallelujah hallelujah praise him this morning hallelujah thank you jesus he will bring you the business he will give you the orders he will give you the clients he will establish the work of your hands hallelujah he will open a door hallelujah praise you father we give you glory we give you honor we give you the praise in jesus name we pray may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the father and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit abide with us until jesus comes in his glory God bless you and God be with you.